Funding for this edition of Think Tank with Steve Adubato has been provided by the Fidelco Group, the New Jersey Education Association, Horizon Blue Cross Blue Shield of New Jersey, here when you need us most, now and always. New Jersey Sharing Network, Choose New Jersey, TD Bank, Rowan University, University Hospital, One Goal, One Passion, Every Patient, Every Time, and by the Northward Center. Promotional support provided by Meadowlands Chamber, Building Connections, Driving Business Growth. And by NJ Biz, providing business news for New Jersey for more than 30 years, online, in print, and in person. I'm Steve Adubato. This is Think Tank, and this program looks at teen driver safety. And an organization that's been very committed to teen driver safety for many years is NJM. And we're joined by Linda Coles, Media Relations Manager at NJM. Linda, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Let's set up this panel discussion people are about to see. A, why does teen driver safety matter so much to your organization, and why should it matter to all of us? So... Basically, you know, NJM is committed to teen driver safety because it reflects the company's core values. And those are around supporting communities that we serve. And communities involves schools, teens, and their parents. And working with them, you know, together to contribute to a culture of safety, not just in New Jersey, but around the mid-Atlantic region. So in my mind, it really comes down to who we are as a company and an insurer. And it all comes back to our service gene. Why should no, this no, we, be? I'm sorry, go ahead. So your second question was, was why yeah, should why this should matter? Why should everyone care? Say someone said that we have, happen to have a 17-year-old just started driving. Someone says, well, that's not me. I'm not in that demographic. But why should everyone care? Because it's about keeping our roadway safety. And I think we can all go back to our journeys when we were first getting behind the wheel. I know that I can. And, you know, for a lot of us, it's behavior that we model based on who's showing us how to drive. So NJM works with groups who can help set up best practices and provide resources that will help cultivate safe driving habits that will you know, really be impactful at this pivotal time in a teen's journey and will extend throughout their driving experience. And by the way, as you watch this, uh, as Linda sets this up, there's a whole range of initiatives at NJM that are committed to teen driver safety, the You Got Brains initiative, which will be talked about in this, the Share the Keys initiative, and also what do you consider lethal? All initiatives that NJM has been leading for many, many years, and that's why we're proud to have them as partners in this initiative. This is an important panel discussion on teen driver safety. As Linda Cole said, it affects all of us, whether you think that way or not, you will after this program. Hey, Linda, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. My pleasure, Steve. And thank you to the team at NJM. I'm Steve Adubato. This is Think Tank. Hi, folks. Steve Adubato here. Everything you ever wanted, but more importantly, needed to know about teen driver safety. 
I got to tell you, um, as we do this program on the 20th of July, our son Chris is turning 17. Our other son Nick is 18. I don't know um, how challenging this is for other parents, but I would say this, it's not just the anxiety connected to it, but the concern, the trying to the teaching our kids about teen driver safety, it's complex, it's important now more than ever. We have an expert panel. We kick off with Violet Marrero, who is Consumer Safety Director at NJM Insurance Group. Um, Wendy Burke is Vice President of Development Communications at the Brain Injury Alliance in New Jersey. John Donaldson is Director of Media and Communications at Lenape Regional High School. And finally, Darren West is a former student at Shawnee High School. Good to see all of you. Thanks, Steve. Listen, uh, again, not about us, not about our teenage boys. Um, it's about everyone out there who needs to be concerned about teen driver safety. Let me kick off with you, Violet. NJM, big supporter of public broadcasting, big supporter of what we're doing, particularly around teen driver safety. Why is the Teen Driver Safety Initiative so important at New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Company? Well, um, Steve, it really goes back to our roots of safety, which began with policyholders. And so, um, as you may know, we began in the workplace, making them safer for our policyholders. And it was a policyholder that actually got our, our start in teen driver safety, who had lost a, a child and reached out to us looking for some support. And it actually went to Lenape District. So our start is actually with Lenape. I'm just thrilled that we could come full circle today. But you know, we recognize that by making young drivers safer, we're making the road safer for all of our policyholders, not just the policyholders who have young drivers, because they're sharing the roads with them. And the lack of experience that they have and um, and immaturity really of the brain and, and the way that it processes puts them at so much of a greater risk, in particular in those first like few months that they begin to drive uh, when they get out there on the road. So the more that we can do to educate people and make, you know, empower families with the information that they need and the tools and resources to protect their young drivers on the roads, you know, the, the, the safer that we're going to make the state. And by the way, in terms of public awareness, at the end of this segment, we're going to run a uh, PSA. This is a PSA that is called um, Heads Up, Eyes Forward. Produce, who produced that, by the way? That was produced by the Lenape Regional High School District, uh, particularly John O'Lenitz, who worked with Darren as a graduated senior from Shawnee High School. And that was recognized. Uh, how so? That was recognized by uh, NJM first in their um, PSA contest, the first time they ran it in New Jersey. Um, and we won the uh, grand prize for that, our students did. And then it was also recognized as part of our collaborative and our compilation of other things that we did for the Heads of Ice Forward campaign for You Got Brains Champion Schools program in their 11th year. So it was recognized in both of those. Uh, let me ask you, Wendy, your organization, um, tell us exactly how and why the Brain Injury Alliance of New Jersey is connected to this initiative. Sure, Steve. Uh, so the Brain Injury Alliance of New Jersey um, started seeing a lot of people calling our organization needing support for young drivers who had sustained traumatic brain injuries and car crashes. And that was going along with an increase that we were seeing in New Jersey among fatalities, you know, serious injuries and crashes. And so we knew that we needed to do something. And we connected with NJM, who was also a long-term partner of ours, and decided to reach out to the high schools and work with the teens and have the teens be the ones to create the message. We had spoken to teens and did some focus groups and 
heard from the teens time and time again that they don't want to be lectured by parents or teachers. If they're going to change the way they do things, they need to hear it from their peers in a way that resonates with them. And so we started 11 years ago as a trial, and, and we thought, let's just see what New Jersey has to offer. And we were just so pleasantly surprised of the energy, innovative ways that New Jersey teens spread the message about being safe drivers. Right. And we're proud that Lenape Regional High School District was actually one of our pilot schools and have been with us ever since. Hey, Darren, before I come uh, back to you, let's take a look at this PSA. Darren, you had a hand in it, right? Yes. Heads up, eyes forward. Let's check it out. So, Darren, there it is. Um, the message is clear. Why do you care so much about teen driver safety, Darren? Yeah, I mean, as a new driver myself, um, I'm 18 years old right now and, and have been driving for a year now. And really just being on the roads for the first time and seeing all my friends starting to drive too, it really resonates with me just like keeping like friends safe uh, and new family members. My cousins are starting to drive. So I wanted to kind of help spread the message to the whole school district and to everybody really. Hey, Darren, let me ask you, how honest the conversation is there among your peers about a couple of things? I, I don't want you to feel put on the spot, but I, again, you're closest to this. A, how much of an honest discussion is there about drinking and driving? I say it's definitely a factor. Like, I know I've heard people saying, like, I mean, people know the dangers of drinking and driving, obviously. Um, so I've definitely heard people talking about, like, oh, designated drivers, um, not drinking and driving, just in general. You've heard them talk about that. And have you seen a consistent number of teens not taking the wheel because they have been drinking? and having a designated driver, you see that? I, I have seen that on occasion, yeah. Like, just being very conscious of that and being careful on the road. John, let me ask you this, uh, media communications, which makes me think of another distraction and issue on the roads. How serious a problem, and there are major distractions, and by the way, texting is just one of them. There's food, there's drinking, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, talk to us, John, about the distractions out there and its impact on teen driver safety, please, John. So yeah, Steve, as you brought up, there's many distractions. Uh, when you and I first started driving, um, you had dial on the radio and that was about it. Um, these cars, the kids have their phones now, they have all these different um, devices hooked up to the car, not just their phones, and um, it's a different world. And over, you know, we began this 11 years ago 
And uh, these are huge distractions for kids because as you know, these are devices that are in their hands 24 seven. It's where they live and to tear themselves away from it while they're in the car is not an easy thing. Um, it almost becomes an addiction to be on that device and to be able to put it down is super important for these kids. Um, yeah, there are, there are other distractions like food, having kids in the back of your car that could be distracting you with noise, um, things of that nature. Um, but we feel that one of the biggest ones is having that phone and being able to turn it off and put it away while they're in the car. So we really focus a lot of our messages um, towards that because we find that that's the, the hardest one to tear themselves away from. And I think Darren and um, everybody would agree with that. Um, so that's kind of where we focus in that. You know, you know, we do other messages as well because they are important messages, but we find that one is super important, Steve. Hey, Vi, let me follow up with you. We've been having this, these discussions with the team at NJM for many years about public awareness around teen driver safety. But it strikes me that COVID and the reality of COVID, we're taping this program at, toward the end of July 2021. Um, I sit there and I go, wait a minute. Again, I'm only bringing it back to our son, uh, Chris, right now, because uh, he, for a long period of time, I'm like, can he be in the car with someone? How do you do it remotely? Here's my question. How has COVID to date impacted teen driver safety education, A, and B, uh, how much can it be done remotely versus in person? Well, uh, for us, it didn't have an impact uh, necessarily in terms of us reaching, uh, our, reaching classrooms, being able to present to teens, being able to present to their parents as well. We have a classroom program called What Do You Consider Lethal that's actually focused on distraction. What's it called and again? What do you consider lethal? Go ahead. And we also have a parent program called, a uh, parent team program that's called Share the Keys. That's an orientation that really- Share the Keys. Share the Keys. So for Share the Keys, it's actually a program I would love for you to participate in because as a parent of a new driver, when you have all of the information that you need on the different things that you need to, to support your young driver through the process, it's incredibly empowering and it takes a lot of, I would say, the worry out of the process. How does it work? So uh, we host orientations at high schools. We also host them uh, virtually. So at this point, we're prepared in the fall to be able to do both, to do in-person presentations at high schools, traditionally where they're held, as well as virtually for anyone who would like to participate. That's good stuff. It, you know, let's go back to parenting or, or the role of parents in this. I literally said to my wife, uh, and again, I'm only talking about us because we're in the middle of this right now. We represent millions of other parents uh, who have gone through this or going through it. I said to her, you know, um, hey, Jen, we need to get Chris out on the road more and certain kinds of roads, parking, parallel parking is another story. Um, but that being said, Wendy, let me ask you, from your perspective at your organization, how much should parents be engaged and involved versus, quote, delegating it to professionals in the field of teen driver education and safety? I know there's no clear-cut answer, but a lot of parents struggle with that, please. Yeah, um, parents do struggle with it. Uh, I went through it as well as uh, most of uh, everybody here. Um, and, uh, you know, we really know, and, and there's been a lot of research, Steve, that talks about being an involved parent really helps make a difference to keep your teens safe on the road. Now, the structure in New Jersey is typically that people will hire somebody for those six hours behind the wheel, which it sounds like your son is doing now. But you know, what we try to drill into the parents, and that's a big component of Share the Keys, it's a large component of what we you know, try to educate people about, is that 
practice, practice, practice. And we, we're talking to high school kids and their parents, you know, parents like us who have spent hours driving their kids to soccer fields and baseball practice and music lessons. And yet, for whatever reason, that's not translating to when they're starting to drive. And so there is legislation pending about increasing um, practice hours. But as you said, you know, th there is nothing more important than having those teams practice and having the parents be in the car. Because what we find out is that parents really are the biggest role model and parents will teach their kids how to drive and they will learn the rules of their road as long as the parent is following that and practicing in all different speeds, all different roadways, all different weather, you know, nighttime, daytime. So practice, Steve, we, we can't stress how important that is to be involved with your children. There's TikTok videos, there's PSAs, there are campaigns. But I keep thinking to myself, how much from your perspective, Darren, do teens learn about driving from watching their parents drive? I think 100% majority of what you learn about driving is from your parents. Like my sophomore year in school, I took uh, a class fully on like driving rules of the road. Like these are like the hard rules of the road. But parents so much more impacted where everywhere I'm really driving is where my parents have driven me before. So seeing how they handle this intersection, how they do this, how do you, how they do that, and just how they make the whole ride feel, I feel like really impacts. And, and real quick, um, if a parent is on the phone, trying to text, putting on makeup, eating, drink, whatever. You can say all the right things. Is it more important what you say or what you do, Darren? I mean, actions 100%, 100% speak louder than words. Hey, listen, you know who you are. I know who I am. We know we talk a good game. We can talk about all of our fears and concerns for our kids as they drive. And we can't guarantee their safety, but boy, can we make a difference. And rhetoric is cheap. I'm off my soapbox, we're going on a break. We'll come back, teen driver safety, right after this. To watch more Think Tank with Steve Adubato, find us online and follow us on social media. Hi, I'm Abby. You might see me as an ordinary person, but I've been living with a brain injury since 2018. Opportunity Project gave me hope and I've gained confidence through job skill training and helping my family. Despite my challenges with memory, I see a possibility to keep improving. If you have a brain injury, you don't have to face your road to recovery alone. Learn more about Opportunity Project and its partnership with Children's Specialized Hospital. Oh good, the insurance company's here. Sorry about your car. <laughs> Whether far or near, Insurance Co. is here. Now I gotta fly, I'm just the jingle guy. <laughs> Some insurance companies are known for their jingles. Ooh, nice begonias. At NJM, we're known for a straightforward claims experience our customers love. Did that just... No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. NJM, get a quote today. We're back talking about teen driver safety. There are not many issues more important than this. Um, John, you were, you were talking during the quick break. Uh, I was talking about parents. I was on my soapbox. I'll get off. 
you get on yours. Go ahead. Sure, Steve. Um, so yeah, we were talking about parent influence on drivers, and you know, our students, everything that we do as part of our Heads Advice Forward program is student driven. And one of the ideas that our students had was to reach out to kids in the elementary schools. So what we did was we went into second grade classes right before the holidays. And our students worked with second graders to put together a little gift to bring home to their parents, which was basically a message of say, hey, mom and dad, I love you. Please put the phone down or don't do any distractions while you're driving. Um, we love you very much. It was essentially along those lines, Steve. And then, you know, because they reach the parents when their kids are little and they're impressionable. By the time they're in high school, you know, we all have teenagers. They're not listening quite as intently and they're not as impressionable as they are at that young age. So to start those good habits as a parent, and not to pick your phone up, not to put your makeup on while your kid's sitting in the back seat, because they're watching. You may not think they are, but they are definitely watching and they're picking up those habits from you. Well said. Hey, Violet, let me come back to you. Can we talk social media? When NJM started being as engaged or getting as engaged as they were at the time and continue to be, social media was not what it was, TikTok, not what it is. How has that impacted the work of you and your colleagues in this initiative? I think it's been a tremendous gift because it's allowed us to extend our message in a way that we wouldn't have otherwise without social media. And it's empowered young people, you know, the teens that are engaged in our programs to be able to share their messages with their peers. And as Wendy shared, they're the most powerful influencers over their peers. And so I believe that it's really helping us, you know, influence young drivers, open their eyes to what it is that, you know, they have in terms of distractions and put that phone down and just drive. Mm. Jump in here, Wendy. I see you shaking your head. Social media and teen driver safety. Yeah. Well, you know what, Steve? It's funny because like the invent of social media really happened right along the time where we were starting the You Got Brains program, but it was new to us. So, you know, we were looking at MySpace and different things, but the kids came in. And so they've sort of had us in the forefront of being able to share messages through Snapchat and TikTok and mannequin challenges and any of the new trends that were hitting the teens I think that's really been the beauty of working with the students because that is where they spend their time. They are the experts in it and they know how to be able to spread awareness. So agree with Violet, like we were given this gift that doesn't cost us anything and people can put out a message and have it go viral. Um, so, you know, we're so grateful for the students who really have taken the lead in giving us that social media presence. We got two TikTok videos. What are we about to see, Darren? By the way, I'm turning you into a broadcaster right now. You're my color commentator. Go ahead. All good. Um, so the first video is a video that I made, um, basically showing like in a funny way, like put down your phone and like your parents will be proud of you when you do. It will like if it's a little thing, just putting your phone down, it will still make a big impact. Um, and then the second one is just promoting the Heads Up, Eyes Forward program in general. Hey, TikTok makes a difference, so check it out. Just so you know, Mom, I am about to do something that is very, very big, very important. When you hear about it, you're going to be very proud. Darren, I have to ask you, not only what was it like doing it, what has it been like getting the reaction you've gotten? Yeah, I mean, making the videos is just so fun in the first place because 
I do research by just looking at TikToks um, and getting my ideas from there, uh, which is so fun to begin with. Um, and then making those videos and putting it out to this giant audience uh, is just really fun. And it's rewarding seeing the views on the videos, seeing people like the videos and seeing that it is hitting an audience. Let me ask you something, John. Um, as you listen to Darren right now, I, yes, I've been on TikTok. Our daughter on TikTok more than I'd like. Um, and an awful lot of them, I, 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 hmm, I'm way too old to get a lot of them, but half of them, I'm like, what, why, what, what do you? And then I listen to Darren. It isn't just the technology and the platform. It's how you choose to use it. Correct, sir? John, jump in. 100% correct. And, and, you know, what we love to do with the kids is let them have some fun with it. These are serious messages, but they want to have fun. And there's nothing wrong with having fun and spreading this message. So, you know, the, the videos we saw that Darren was a part of making are a lot of fun. We've done other ones throughout the year. Um, also on our Twitter page, we have a lot of fun with things that are in the current news. So like we took Evergiven when it was stuck in the Suez Canal and we photoshopped our magnet um, <laughs> that we have here. Uh, that we have here on the back of the ship and said, hey, uh, Evergiven, you are not our prize winner this month because we have a weekly parking pr spot prize that we give out. But, you know, here's a magnet to put on the back of the ship and we put on the back of the ship and we have some fun with it. So whenever things are trending like that, we try to jump on them and make them put part of our campaign because that's what, you know, they're watching. So, Violet, this can be done in such a way as a serious business, obviously serious injury and death. And, and we've known too many horrific stories um, where things have gone wrong on the roads with, with, with young people, um, serious injury and death. But, but, but let me ask you, having fun with it and learning is one thing. But the other thing is, you have, an, you have a relationship with, with CHOP. Tell everyone what CHOP is and why it's connected to this initiative. Well, Children's Hospital, it's Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia. Right. Yeah, and we've um, we've partnered with them to work on a, a driving assessment that's really going to revolutionize the way that uh, we assess teen driver safety. So it's basically a simulated experience with the most uh, prevalent crash experiences that teens would have, and it accurately predicts their pass or fail rate on a road test. It also accurately predicts their crash experience, and so. You know, I want you to imagine taking your child to their pediatrician and having them do this assessment as part of their physical, the annual physical, and coming away with a report that tells you exactly where their weaknesses are behind the wheel and what you can do to strengthen them. And that just, to me, changes everything. I know as a parent who's raised three children who've gone through this process, it's an incredibly exciting thing to be able to turn over. It's also, for me, exciting because, you know, this was a very difficult year that we had and young drivers didn't get the experience that they needed on the road. They didn't get that exposure. And we're also seeing very alarming trends when it comes to things like speeding, where they represented a, a, a study that was recently done by GHSA. Yeah, fewer people on the road. What's the big deal if I'm speeding? Yeah, well, and the, and the thing is that people sped more and they were more distracted, right, which speaks to this campaign and the importance of spreading this message. But in particular, when you think about young drivers being vulnerable drivers, they happen to represent their, as drivers and their passengers, the largest, largest contingent of uh, drivers who are involved in fatal fatalities when it comes to speed. And so that's another alarming trend that, you know, we really want to work to address and see reduced as quickly as possible. So listen, to, to, to Violet, 
to Wendy, to John, and, and Darren. And by the way, Darren, as a young, young person who comes on uh, public broadcasting and other platforms to handle yourself as well as you have done for the last half hour is very impressive. You've made a difference, and I'm not really sure. And you're a leader, and I'm a student of leadership, and I, I know it when I see it. Um, a lot of people are proud of you. Thank you. Thank all of you. So listen, folks, teen driver safety. It's not about being on a soapbox or preaching. It's about protecting our teens. Um, driving's serious business, and we need to be in this together, teaching, advocating, preaching, and uh, actually doing the right thing ourselves as parents, right? Modeling good behavior. This has been all about teen driver safety. I cannot imagine a more important topic. And I'm Steve Adubato. That's a great panel. And we'll see you next time. Think Tank with Steve Adubato has been a production of the Caucus Educational Corporation. Funding has been provided by the Fidelco Group, the New Jersey Education Association, Horizon Blue Cross Blue Shield of New Jersey, New Jersey Sharing Network, Choose New Jersey, TD Bank, Rowan University, University Hospital, and by the Northward Center. Promotional support provided by Meadowlands Chamber and by NJ Biz. Hi, I'm Abby. You might see me as an ordinary person, but I've been living with a brain injury since 2018. Opportunity Project gave me hope, and I've gained confidence through job skill training and helping my family. Despite my challenges with memory, I see a possibility to keep improving. If you have a brain injury, you don't have to face your road to recovery alone. Learn more about Opportunity Project and its partnership with Children's Specialized Hospital. Better question, where can't I put your mascot? We've got baby clothes, aw. Gliders. And we've got mascot hats. We don't have a mascot. Great. What about jingles? Everybody we don't have a jingle either. What kind of insurance company is this? No, Some no. insurance companies are known for their gimmicks. At NJM, we're known for a straightforward claims experience our customers love. I'll be right with you. I'm very sorry. No jingles or mascots. Just great insurance. NJM. Get a quote today.